0: Welcome to the Smart Business Podcast. I'm your host, Adam off Flores, and the Smart Business Podcast is the place for entrepreneurs to get an advanced mindset and skill set to build and grow a business that can scale in a big way. SMART is an acronym that stands for a scalable, mission driven business that's automated with revenue streams all run by a team. And so if you would like to learn more about how to build a smart business or get coaching consulting in this area or done-for-you services, go ahead and start by getting our free smart business formula guide at smartbusinessformula.com. Hey, it's Adam. Welcome to the Smart Business Show. If you're here joining us, you might be a seasoned entrepreneur looking to scale your business to the next level, or you may just be starting and you want to learn how to build a business the smart way. Either way, I want to welcome you to this podcast, and I want you to know this is going to be a place where... You can access a higher level of knowledge and resources that normally would maybe cost you, you know, getting a part of a mastermind or getting this type of knowledge uh, in, uh, in, in courses and trainings. I want to be able to create a, a place where you can not only get this information, but also be able to ask questions and submit those questions to us so that we could be able to address them in future shows. So I want to be able to give you a little bit of background on how this all got started. You know, I originally got stuck in the solopreneur hamster wheel of finding my leads, making sales, and having to go and help all of my clients one-on-one. And I had to manage it all. I was the accountant, the marketer, the advertiser, doing all of these roles. And it was just so exhausting. And at one point, I wasn't sure if I'd ever be able to find a way out. And it wasn't until I began to shift my mindset To really scale I began to ask myself the question um, you know instead of asking you know what am I gonna do today you know what what could I get somebody else to do what instead of me asking what can I do to generate a lead what could I do to have somebody else help me generate a lead instead of how could I make a sale how can I have somebody else help me make a sale instead of you know how can I help my clients how can I have somebody else help my clients and I remember the first time you know getting those processes set up and moving past a lot of those challenges of replacing myself. Um, It was so awesome to get our first automated sale. And I remember even telling my wife, I said, babe, we just made our first automated sale. This is so cool. And to be able to have great client feedback from clients who work with people that we've trained that have taken over roles that we used to be in and to see your business grow without you and beyond you is probably one of the coolest feelings in the world and so if you haven't gotten there yet, I just want to encourage you that no matter what circumstance you're in, it gets better. You just have to be able to increase your awareness of the type of thinking uh, that you're going to need to develop to really grow as a CEO and also the skill sets that you need to be able to develop the skill sets that are needed to be the CEO that can really run your company and take it to the next level. And so as we've been able to grow and have a lot of success, we've had a lot of people come to us around scalability and leadership development and business development, and we get a lot of questions around these areas. And so what I was doing is I was writing down uh, you know, a bunch of keywords that you know really have made an impact for us. And as I rearranged those keywords, it somehow spelled the word SMART. And I said, babe, I said, you won't believe it. I said, I came up with an acronym called the Smart Business. And she's like, well, what does it stand for? I said, well, it stands for a scalable, mission driven business that's automated with revenue streams run by team. And she's like, ooh, I like that. And when my wife told me that it was a good idea, then I said, you know what? This must be real because she'd be the first person to tell me if the idea was weak. So that's how the Smart Business formula began. And I put it into a guide and the guide shows 21 activities to grow your business past 100k a month. So if you haven't had a chance to read that yet, you want to keep that on your desk because that's going to show you where to focus your time to really scale the business. And it really helps you evaluate if you're really utilizing your time wisely. And so if you haven't got a hold of that guide, it's free. You can actually just go to outofmymouthflores.com and get it there. Or you can take a shortcut and go to the smartbusinessformula.com and get it there as well. And so I want you to get a hold of that guide, it's, it's, it's completely free. I want you to read it and go through that because the, what's shared in there is is there's some powerful concepts that I think can really help you uh, in your business. And so take a look at that resource. And so with that said, uh, today I want to be able to dive in to this area of smart strategy. That's what we're going to be talking about here. And I want to just preframe and let you know that if you're listening to this podcast this is not necessarily the podcast that may you know, inspire you or build you up. Uh, this is going to be more of a logical type of strategy that you can implement. And so if you want to get more inspiration and feel more inspired and motivated and pumped, you'll probably want to go listen to like my Spirit of a Leader podcast or on Spiritual Development, the iMob Movement podcast. But this podcast is more logical. It's probably going to appeal to the more logical side of your brain in the strategy area. Hence, you know, episode one called the Smart Strategy Podcast. And so I just want to preframe that because, you know, these podcasts may not be the most exciting necessarily. But this is the information that's going to help you become the most profitable. And that's what I want to help you become so that you can have more resources to be able to fund your message and your mission that you're on to build and grow your business. So we're going to talk about smart strategy. And right now, you may be at a place where you just feel stuck. Like maybe your business hasn't been growing as fast as you imagined it to. Maybe it's not developing. Maybe you're doing too many roles. Maybe you're wearing too many hats and you're just looking for a way to grow. Or maybe you're just brand new and it's just you. You don't really know what to ask or what to do. You just want to be able to increase your level of awareness, and if that's you, that's, this is a great place to be because I wish I would have had this type of awareness on my journey so much earlier because I was on a hamster wheel for so long doing the same things, and it just kept me stuck, and so I want to be able to bring this, uh, you know, these knowledge and, and tools to you, so, so let's dive into to, to smart strategy. You know, in order to, you know, really build a business, there's four main key parts that you're going to have to really dial in, and one of them is operations, and operations is a is a linear activity in your business it means it's not going to help really explode it but you do need it to scale and so essentially operations is all the seamless processes that you're going to want to put in place so that your business can be organized and functional and also so that you can position yourself to play the replacement game so if you haven't heard of it the replacement game is basically taking note of all the activities that you do in your business so for example, let's say that, you know, you're generating leads. What are you doing to generate those leads? And then how can you train somebody else to take on that role for you? You know, if right now you're making sales, then what you would want to do in your operations is document every step of your process on how you're making sales and then train somebody to take that place. If you're dealing with clients, what is your process or your curriculum, for example, that you're taking your clients through that you can then pass on to somebody else to develop? So you want to make a list of all the roles, and we use Trello actually to track all of the roles in our business, and then we have descriptions under what each role does in Trello uh, that will give the next person who comes into that job as we grow and expand clarity on what their role is going to be we even have kajabi which is an online course platform that documents that what we do is we we do screen shares of each person's role so for example our sales team has recorded videos they get a username and password and they're able to go back there and watch how we make our sales so that they can study them uh, day and night to learn how our process works and they can really move ahead or at their own speed to get the information so if we bring on somebody in billing, for example, those videos are recorded. So now we don't have to spend tons of hours in training and everybody is on the same page. And that allows you to duplicate. They're able to, the, the, the processes are documented, they're clear. And so one of the first things I recommend that you do, if you're just starting out, you may not be in a place yet where you're, you have all of these roles you're ready to bring on. But think about maybe the things you're doing for $10 an hour. Write a list of those things. Like if you're running errands and grabbing your own lunch, and you're, you know, spending a lot of time in areas of uh, customer support and responding to emails, you know, things that are ten dollar an hour type jobs. Write those down, and look for somebody to replace you. And yeah, it may cost you maybe an extra 1000 or 2000 a month to bring somebody on. But think about that. If you can free up, you know, uh, 8 to 10 hours a week, that's 40 hours a month. You can make that up and more with your time so that you could be able to spend your time in the areas that really grow the business and that are going to help skill the business. And so that's one thing that I see with a lot of entrepreneurs is they just happen to spend their time in areas that don't really profit them the most. And so, you know, if you're not in a place, you know, where you're where you're ready to scale, then you gotta be working on getting your processes right. And in order to get your processes right, you gotta have a formula for leads, you have to have a formula for sales, and you have to have a formula to help your clients. And that's what you wanna make sure that you're focused on getting right, okay? And then you could find the, re- the person to replace you, which moves us to our second thing that you have to have in your business, and that's business development. And so, uh, business development is also linear activity. It's not gonna explode your business. But it is very key. It's finding the right people for the right roles that can take on uh, take the business, uh, you know, and, and, and get you out of those roles. And so you're developing the business through you know the right people. So in this place, you know, this is a this is a a, a tricky area because you can find somebody who has all the stats on paper, but they might not be the right fit for your company. And so we had to learn this the hard way. We would look at people's uh, you know, giftings and we'd say, okay, they're good at this, they're good at this, they have these skills, let's try them out. But they didn't have maybe high EQ, which is emotional intelligence, or they didn't have high LQ, which is, you know, the, the capacity to love. And so because our culture is so focused on love as a culture, we lo- we bring love to our clients. We bring love to our community. We bring love to each other. You know, we have a very loving environment. and um, and, and so... Sometimes people wouldn't fit in that, and, and they would treat clients in a way that wasn't in alignment with how we would nurture a client or make a client feel. And and so we it, it didn't fit. It didn't fit the mold. And so we had to be able to not only interview people based off of what they could do and their hard skills, but also the intangible elements or the intangible qualities that make up a person And so what we began to look for in our interviews now is we began to interview people that, you know, had a high LQ and EQ, and that made all the difference because they had the skill set, you know, already, but those are the intangibles you can't teach. They already have to have them coming in, and so that was huge, huge shift in our business, and now we have an amazing culture, a culture that people want to be a part of, a team that when people come in for an interview, they're like, wow, this team seems so awesome, I love the vibes, I love the energy. There is a community, our clients love our team. They, they get treated uh, with royalty and red carpet experience. I mean it's it's a, very, it's a very loving and nurturing environment that we want to create as a business. And so you know that business development is, is really getting clear on what type of person do you want to bring into that role. So what I was doing when I was replacing myself, for example, in sales, I would think, okay, what type of person is going to be the best fit for this position? What skill sets do they need? That are tangible and then what skill sets do they need that are intangible that i just need them to come in with and then you know knowing where to find these people that's the number one question i get is where do you find these people well the reality is you find them best uh typically through uh you know for me i like to go to 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 friends that are that i i really have a lot of respect for like the people that i really look up to the most or That I really see or think highly of, because those type of people typically know people and they want to help people because they love creating opportunities. And so I will ask them, "Hey, by chance, do you know of anybody?" So right, using your your, your network around you to find if anyone's there. Um, You know, the last place I actually like to go is resumes, just because you know you post jobs online. Sometimes that could take a lot of filtering. I mean, I remember one time to fill a project management position, took us 50 interviews just to find one person that was really good and trust me, it's worth it. But that's that's always the backup route. If you can work through your warm market um, of people that share common values because most likely they're surrounded with people who will also share those common values as well. So if you can work through that market, great, if not, you got to go the traditional job route. But regardless, you got to have clarity on what you're hiring for and the goal is to replace you and put the right people in the right positions. That's going to be key to building out a winning team. So, um, you know, make that list, make a list, get Trello, put all the roles you want to have, and maybe you don't, you're not ready for them yet. So what you could do is you can start mapping out your team and making all the roles you want to have. So for example, if you want to be able to get your podcast or your, your videos out into the world in a bigger way, then you might need a videographer, you might need a, a social advertisement manager, or if you want to be able to have more funnels built, like webinar funnels or campaigns, and you may need a digital marketing team. Uh, hint hint you know you can have our team do it (laughs) the dreamfactoryco.com but i threw in that plug just because you know we have a team of eight that we bring to a a person that can help them get more leverage because if you think about it if you have five people working in your business even at eight hours a day that's an extra 40 hours a day that you're getting into your business than if you were to just do it all by yourself at eight hours a day so you're able to compound efforts and giftings over the period of time and that's what makes a business great and that's how it grows and matures so just keep your eyes out for talent and uh, and be aware of the roles that you're doing so you can replace yourself and begin to play the replacement game so you can begin to scale so that's the linear activities now let's talk about the exponential growth activities these are the activities that completely scale the business and one of these are leadership development so leadership development is actually finding the developing people within your organizations to be independent to grow the business without you that's different than business development business development is finding somebody who's good for the job but leadership development is finding somebody who can expand that division so for example um you know we have a great person that's in charge of our sales team and he does r d he you know research and development he does uh he goes into big meetings he closes big deals he trains the sales team he's completely independent of me and so what that allows is that allows um, you know the business to grow in that area, and it's an area I don't have to worry about. I can continue to develop in other areas while that is taking life of its own. We have somebody in charge of working with our clients on the branding side of things. So she's able to uh, extract the message of the client, build out all of the sales funnels, and or- orchestrate and direct the creative team, the designers and developers, to make all the funnels and integrations so that it can run on its own. And so she has her own visions, her own intuitive thoughts that, that she can draw from, and. And, uh, and, and that, that, are, that are, she has data that she can pull and she doesn't need me to necessarily be there for every decision. And so when you're able to develop independent leaders, it allows you to step away as a CEO and you know, really focus on areas that matter most. And ultimately that's the goal. It's not to replace yourself so you can go relax on the beach somewhere. I'm sure that some entrepreneurs wanna live that life. But for me, it was just getting out of the rut so I could get back to doing what I love most and being in the area that makes me feel the most alive which is sharing my message. You know, I want to be able to do more of that. I don't want to be stuck dealing with customer support emails and, you know, trying to extract leads and, you know, go through that. I mean, I went through that phase of my business and that's why the systems are in place to be able to generate those leads and make those sales. And so you've got to, you've got to be able to think and say, okay, you know, what am I doing here to develop a leader, to become independent at what I'm doing? And you may have some thoughts like, you know, could anyone ever replace me? My Work is so complex. It's so unique. It's so handcrafted, and you got to get to the point of getting over you. You know, you got you can't get in your own way. If you get in your own way, you're going to block yourself from growing and making the impact that you always desired. And if for whatever reason you want to become a solopreneur and just, you know, I know people who just want to just stay solo. They don't want to grow a team. Then, then as long as you're in alignment with that, then that's fine. But if you're trying to grow and scale a business and, you, and you're telling yourself that you know you're not replaceable well you got to solve that thinking quick i'll tell you what i have one of the most complex deliverability processes uh we you know we literally take a client from scratch we have to help the client develop leads but you order to do that we have to know their business and we have to know what they're good at and what they're not good at because we have to create custom pathways to generate those leads in a way that feels true and real to the client then we have to help that client make sales and convert those leads into dollars we have to help that That client developed the digital systems, which is a tech curve that we handle for them. And so there's a lot of moving pieces and then help them uh, advertise and scale. So it's a very complex, uh, high IQ, high EQ kind of work. And so I've been able to duplicate myself in that process. And so you cannot tell me that you cannot duplicate your role in what you're doing. There is a way Somebody's doing it. And you can absolutely do it. you got to do that for leadership development. Then the fourth area, which I think is one of the most important areas to really grow a business is strategic campaigning. So this is exponential. If you look at any business that takes a massive leap for year to year, it's because of strategic planning. The problem is that strategic planning, the first step of it is thinking. And most people don't like to do that. So if you're having a money problem, it's probably not a money problem. It's probably a thinking problem. If you're having a lead problem, it's probably not a lead problem, it's probably a thinking problem. So a man thinketh, so is he. So, what that means is that you gotta be able to sit in thought and be able to draw out your own hypothesis of what something is, what is gonna cause that thing in your business to explode. And that, you may not have that strength or that skill set, and that's okay. That's why, you know, you want smart business consulting. Hint, hint. <laughs> no, there's consultants that do this whole role of thinking for you and they have proven processes and data to pull from to make it more highly probable for you to succeed and so if you don't have that strategic mind where you could sit and thought and draft creative campaigns that's okay find somebody to help you do that but you need to have that in your business you know if you look at anything it's Explo- remember the ice bucket challenge that was like the largest fundraiser online in like the history of the world and that wasn't just random where they just got a bucket of ice and they started challenging each other that was actually well thought out. It was really well planned and really well executed. And so, if you have a whiteboard or piece of paper, that's where it all begins. You begin drawing out your ideas. And I have notepads and notepads of things that I've been able to draw, and so many ideas. And a lot of them didn't work at first. You know, like my sales team, we went through three rounds and three different sales models before we found the one that works. I tried all commission, and it wasn't really successful. I tried base plus salary, and that wasn't really successful, or I'm sorry, base plus commission, and so what we did to to win is I had this idea I drew on paper, and I created this sales model like real estate with brokers and agents, and so in real estate, when an agent makes a sale, the broker gets a piece of it, so I did the same thing in our company where if an affiliate makes a sale, their broker will get a piece of it. So that incentivizes the broker to build a team which attracts leaders, that builds community. And then from that community, it creates momentum. And then from the momentum, it drives sales. And then from the revenue being generated, we're able to bring on more talent, which helps bring in greater results, which then drives the company even further. And the impact goes up, the influence goes higher. And then that frees me up to focus on continuing to drive the company into areas that matter most. So one idea completely rippled throughout the entire company. And so that's called strategic campaigning. You know, when I was in the beginning of the business, I was struggling because I couldn't get the digital stuff working right away. So what I did is I actually learned a live event model. And the thing is with live events is they're very difficult to become profitable if you don't know what you're doing because they're so expensive to run. And so I had a really great mentor show me how to run live events the right way. And so since then, I, we, we have not made less than six figures in a weekend. And so when we were when it was you know a small team of us, we knew that if we wanted to be able to boost revenue in the company, we could just hold a live event. And so all we would do is do strategic campaigning on how to fill the room. And so you got to know your go-to campaigns that you can run uh, you know, hard like you're running for president and being able to execute a plan or a strategy that could take your business to the next level. Strategic planning, strategic campaigning is the single most lucrative and profitable thing you could do to grow and scale your business and so if you don't have that mind or you're unsure or you want uh, guidance on that feel free to connect with me i love that i love sitting and thought drawing out meaning i've seen so many different businesses seeing what works and what doesn't and so if you want to know what that's like uh you know feel free to connect you know at out of and would love to share some ideas with you on that so uh you know think about that what what strategies are you putting in place for your lead gen? what strategies are you putting in place for your sales what strategies are you putting in place to replace yourself from doing the day-to-day operations? The the more you can replace yourself, the more you can be organized with the processes that you're doing and how you operate, then the better chance you have to dish that those smaller activities onto people who can take the, uh, you know, they could they could take it and run with it and you don't have to be the one stuck inside of it so we want to help you build that smart business a business that's scalable mission driven automated with revenue streams run by team and although your business may not be fully able to automate at least get it you know utilize automated tools to help automate automate the things that don't really matter so that you can focus on the things that do and so today just a quick recap we talked about the four main keys to a business you have operations getting everything your processes and systems organized so that you know, it can be duplicated. And then you have your business development, which is finding roles to replace you from doing menial tasks and that allow the business to, to develop. And then you have leadership development, which is creating an environment for leaders to grow in. And so you're able to develop them to become independent and run things. And then you have your uh, the last phase, which is strategic campaigning, which is where the business can exponentially grow from literally just one idea. So These type of podcasts aren't the type of podcasts where you could just listen. They're the kind of podcasts I recommend that you study because some things are taught and other things are caught. And there's a lot of things to catch here that you can really meditate on and draw out. And I hope at the end of the goal is that you don't hear my voice, but there's another voice within you that tells you or gives you confirmation on something you should be doing. And it may have nothing to do with what I said. It may be something I said that triggers an idea in your mind that you should be able to implement in your business to take it to the next level. And that's ultimately my goal is to see you build a successful business because you have a mission, you have a message that needs to get out to the world in a bigger way. And the last thing we want is for you to get stuck and not be able to do that. We wanna lift the lid off your business and scale in a big way. So I wanna thank you so much for being uh, with me here through this podcast episode number one on smart strategy. And if you want to connect with me, feel free to on Instagram at Adam Flores, LinkedIn, same thing, YouTube, same thing. And I want to be able to be here for uh, with you. And if you have uh, questions, uh, please let us know, because we want to be able to address them in upcoming podcasts. And we'll shout you out as well. We'll shout out your Instagram handle, we'll shout out your Facebook or your or your YouTube channel as we, as you ask that question. And so, um, so that will be fun for you as well. So with that said, up uh, hope you are able to get some great value from today please give us that 10 star rating okay it's like five stars but still uh we'd love the 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 great ratings that'll really help us as we're a new show getting off the ground and my whole you know goal behind this is that you know you could have a place to, to get some uh, that challenges you sometimes the information on youtube or google can be so generic sometimes or without direction i should say And so, you know, here's a place where you know that every time you listen to an episode, it's going to make you smarter, wiser, sharper, and that's going to make you dangerous because it's going to give you a mentality that's going to help you grow and a skill set to go along with it. So thanks so much for being a part of this show. I'm Adam signing off. Go out, build a smart business, build it right, build it to last a lifetime. See you in the next episode.